0: They have the potential to build as much wealth as they want, and they just need to see that wealth. And what we're going to talk about today is going to give them the roadmap to take off and, and reach that potential for themselves.
1: Hello, and welcome to The Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. What's up, Remarkables? Hey, welcome to another episode of The Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And I'm here with one of our remarkable experts, Justin Maxwell from Big Life Financial. Love the name of this business. Love working with you guys. We've been longtime partners and really good doing great work for our clients in the category of wealth building. Justin, welcome to the call Psyched for this conversation,
0: yeah, I'm really excited to be here, doctor. it's It's an extraordinary conversation. It really gets me excited to talk about. And I hope that the doctors, the remarkables listening to this start to feel that too, because they have the potential to build as much wealth as they want. And they just need to see that wealth. And what we're going to talk about today is going to give them the roadmap
1: to take off and and reach that potential for themselves. I love it. I love this topic. It's so energizing. Frankly, that's what money is for me, is it's energy. It energizes all the you know, all the fun stuff, all the great stuff, all the impactful stuff. Right. So um I love when people say, yeah, money isn't everything. It's like, no, money isn't everything, but it fuels everything. <laughs> right. So uh, if you want to make a bigger impact, man, you better make a bigger income. Right. So it's amazing how little you can get done if you have no funding. Right. So no, no financing, no capital behind it. this, unfortunately in chiropractic, it's just far too common that You know, things are just undercapitalized. You know, we got a big vision. We got great people with lots of passion, with a huge purpose, but it's no capital, right? So it's underfunded. So a big part of the Remarkable Practices mission is making sure that we have more successful chiropractors, right? Because what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now, right now, is more successful chiropractors. So really, brother, thank you so much for making that a greater possibility for our Remarkable family, our remarkable doctors. So, today we're going to have a very specific conversation. I know CEOs love talking about money. Money follows value, right? And we all love to increase the amount of value that we're delivering to our communities. So, money follows value. So, we're going to have a money conversation and it's going to be about fundamentals, but we're going to be really specific about um, this the conversation around wealth building really specifically around a new business, right? So if you're a launch doctor right now and you are in your first year of business or you're getting ready to launch your first year of business or you're new to practice and new to business, this conversation is going to be very specifically targeted towards you. If you're an old dog and you've been in the trenches for a while, chances are <laughs> what we're going to talk about today, you're going to say two things. Oh man, where were you guys 15 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago? Where was this conversation? Because you know, I feel like I've lost the compound effect of building wealth over time. And the second comment will be, I'm going to start doing this immediately because it's great insight. So Justin, I know we're going to go over the five what we'll consider fundamental wealth building strategies for chiropractors? You know, let's get let's get into it. What's the first one?
0: Yeah, number one is probably some people are going to think, well, this is really simple and stupid, but it's really, really foundational is the vast majority of Americans do not have a cash flow system. They just let things happen. Their money comes into their personal life and they just spend it. There's no flow to it. It's just default. That is not going to create a foundational for wealth. So the first thing you have to do is create a cash flow system, a flow of the way that money flows into your life that automatically saves for you and takes away your human nature so that you can just focus on what you're doing, which is building your business. The structure into your life is the foundational piece to everything else we're going to talk about. If you don't have a cash flow system, when you start making money, you're going to bleed a ton of money unnecessarily. When you put this cash flow system in from day one, when you start making money, you're going to start saving a whole bunch more money. And saving money is the key to actually building wealth and creating more impact in your community. So if you don't have this system in place, let's say five years down the road, when you're making $150,000 a year, you're not going to have, you have missed out on the opportunity to have saved money along the way. So number one, absolutely, is create a cash flow system as cash comes into your personal life, you automatically save it and then you can spend whatever's left.
1: Man, the operative word there being system, right? So in my experience, my personal experience with this and my experience coaching thousands of chiropractors is, is, is almost this a three-stage process here. The first stage is, what are you guys talking about? I'm so far underwater. <laughs> There's no way I could create cash flow. The only cash flow I have in my life is flowing out of my pockets and out of my business, out into the marketplace, right? So I'm so upside down, like how could I possibly start saving money, right? So that's like the first season. Then they go uh, into the second phase of this is where where they're starting to make money, right? And it's like, next thing you know, we know the story here. Is our cost of living and our expenses and our spending goes up, 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 and it matches and exceeds that cash flow that we have coming into our business. Right. So we know the truth. Cash flow covers a lot of sins, right? So we build a lot of bad habits, our lifestyle expenses run out in front of our income. And that, and next thing you know, we're having kids, we're buying houses, cars boats, you know it, right? So it's just like, there's a whole season and it's usually quite a long season where you're making good money, but man, it's, you know, money's coming in and money's flowing out and you have really no idea. You can't get your hands on it. Right. And then there's a, this third phase where at one point you have all the toys, <laughs> you have all the boats, you've taken all the trips. And you, you know, if you've, if, if you've built a great practice, you know, you're going to have surplus, right? There's going to be more money than you're spending and you're, Got some wisdom and some maturity to you. And you're like, rats, man. I missed out on the compound effect of having built this fund growing and compounding passively over the last 15 years. And it's really hard to make up that, that time gap, right? So the power of compounding interest, right? So man, I'm so glad that we're getting this conversation specifically, and we're targeting the these new docs, is for them to recognize that, you know, early on, you want to set up a cash flow system so that you have you know you have a you have a budget in place you have projections in place you have data and tracking and banking and reporting systems and expert like all of these things have to be in place so that we're aware of like exactly how much have we committed to our savings system right so that we have allocated monies uh, where we are going to be stuffing money aside and you know you and I I talked a bit about this rainy day account right so Camilla and I, you know, we're we're big advocates of Dr. John Demartini's Martini's work. He was somebody who put us on the track thirty years ago, and really made such a great imprinting on us financially. Thank you, Dr. John, if you're listening. John Demartini was just a life changer. It was an inflection for us from financial mastery. Um, and one thing that he taught us was invest in your inspiration, not your desperation. Right. So we're inspired by peace of mind. So we call our rainy day account, we call our peace of mind account. So Justin, why don't you talk a little bit about that? This is getting super tactical, but When you're when you're creating a rainy day account or a peace of mind account, what kind of money should be you be allocating and stuffing aside for that?
0: Yeah, I really I think this is really what you just said is extraordinary because people think number one, well, I'm not saving any money. All the money I'm making, specifically, you're starting is just going straight to expenses. But the key is is that you set up a flow or a structure that all the money passes through, so that it's already set up and in place. So the automations, the the flow of the money when you start making the money shifts and so is what you do is you set up the rainy day fund at the top of your cash flow system because that's the most important thing you're the most important thing and you have to reinforce that truth through your financial systems so you stick it at the top of your flow you make money through your practice when your practice make, pays you money it flows into your peace of mind account and then you'll create an automation out of the peace of mind account into your spending account now, maybe in the beginning, your peace of mind count is only capturing $1 because that's all you can afford. But you're, you've are you taught yourself and you've told yourself, I'm worth it because I put this at the top of my food chain. I'm paying myself first. And the automatic flow of that creates it. Now, the goal is, is to make that peace of mind fund eventually rise to a 60-day, a 90-day amount of money that's in there that if something happened, the business closes, we have another pandemic, a black swan event you're not going to fall apart financially
1: on the personal side. You've got 90 days of OPEX, right? Operating expense.
0: So you're not going to fall apart, which gives you sustainability, which means you can be creative in your business. What can I do to recapture people? How can I go online? How can I do this? What marketing efforts can I change? If you don't have that peace of mind fund and stuff blows up in your face, now you're filing bankruptcy, you're quitting chiropractic, you're getting out of it, or something like you're going way in debt when you didn't have to. If you don't have the flow, if you don't have the system, the structure in place where the money flows into that first automatically, it's much more difficult to create that rainy day fund, that peace of mind fund. It makes it a lot easier when you have the flow and it's happening automatically for you so that when you start making more money, instead of a dollar being saved in there, now it's $100, $1,000, $5,000 automatically happening because you have the structure set up. And it makes it so that eventually when you get to the 90-day mark, you're going to have excess. You're going to have surplus. You can actually start investing back in the business or into other things that are going to make you money. And that turns into not only a rainy day fund, but a wealth reservoir, a wealth creation account for you that's automatically funding itself. So this is foundational to the beginning of the journey. People always want to jump immediately to investing into what do I put my money into? It's you and the pace of mind fund is you telling yourself that you're worth it and you're better and worth it than any other company that you could possibly put your money to.
1: That's gonna be a consistent theme in, in this conversation. So I know that we're gonna revisit that on the fifth point as well. So mindset is just so critically important around this, right? So to be able to recognize the value for yourself, the value of saying, listen, the first thing we're gonna do is I'm gonna invest in my own peace of mind. Think of that term, to peace of mind, so that I'm not freaking out, so that I am actually sleeping at night, so that I'm on top of my game. Dr. Sid Williams used to say, focusing on the principal, not on the principal, right? So don't be worried about money, right? Be focused on delivering value, right? So that happens when you invest in peace of mind. And that's when the money goes into an account that's, you know, in case of emergency, break glass. This is not just a simple BS transfer account that you go in and you pull in and out of that. Oh, we want to go out to dinner this weekend, so we're going to grab money. That's not buying peace of mind. You don't actually get the peace of mind unless you agree with yourself, this is a one-way road. That's an emergency fund right? that I have purchased. Listen to the way I'm saying this. I've purchased my peace of mind. The only way that you purchase and actually get the peace of mind is when you have an agreement with yourself that we will not touch that money unless it's an emergency. right? So you're actually buying that peace of mind. Now, I remember hearing this initially and Camilla and I, I can tell you what now, right now, we were in Wakefield, Massachusetts. We are walking around the lake at Wakefield. Everybody in Massachusetts knows what I'm talking about right now. We are having the conversation about how we possibly gonna make this work financially, right? So she and I were both chiropractors. We had nothing but debt, half a million bucks of debt. We signed a $250,000 lease. So now we're $750,000 in debt. We got no patients, no income, no revenue, we got nothing. (laughs) So we got a whole pile of debt. And we're like, I know, (laughs) let's start a savings account. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, listen, we have to start the habit and we have to show the universe. We've got to be good stewards. We're going to be like, say, we are going to, God is going to trust us with this group of people with cash flow. It's like, what are we doing with those monies? And we're going to direct them. We're going to choose to start a savings account. And we literally were borrowing $25 $25 a week out of our line of credit, borrowing $25 to put into this account every week. And so we're paying 11% on money that we're getting 3% return on. It, it didn't make any sense on paper, but it made all the sense in the world to us emotionally and habitually, because eventually we didn't have to borrow the 25 it was in the revenue. Then that 25 became 50. The 50 became 100. The 100 became 500. The 500 became a thousand. The thousand became 5,000 and beyond. And we stuffed money into that account. Got our got to our 90 days. And so like you said, after that 90 days, all that money got redirected. And it was paying down our in paying down whatever debt we had in student loans. One third of it went there. One third of it went in reinvesting in the business, whether it was hiring the next person or technology or marketing. And then it was wealth building and it went into our wealth building and how we didn't just bump up our cost of living, right? So Justin, what you're saying, we've walked this, we've lived this and oh my goodness, when it came to those stormy seasons, when things things got thin, man, you never regret sitting on a big pile of money, right? So right. knowing that's like we've invested in our business and we've invested in our own peace of mind security and having that peace of mind account was critical.
0: And there's two things that I think are really key what you have said. Number one, The rainy days are going to come. It's not if they're going to come, it's they are 100%. So you have to have this, like you can't just, you can't go through life and not expect it to happen. It's going to happen. So this is you preparing for that event. Number two, this is an added bonus to all the remarkables listening. If you're struggling about like, well, what bank account do I use? How do I set this up? We have technology that has a bank account that comes with it that will be separate, that makes it this one way street that Dr. Francis is talking about, that'll make it super simple for you to access and get and set the system up. And it's all on your phone, you control it. It's a bank account that has a one way street and you're in charge of how much goes in and out, but you have the simplicity. There is no like, well, what bank do I use? And start overanalyzing it and start getting all in your head. We have a very simple solution that can just be inserted right into your life with whether you're starting with $0 or $1 passing through or $5,000 passing through, we have the the simplicity to just get it into your life because that's the hardest step to make. You just got to put it in and we have that easy access for you. If, if, I want right. to
1: double click on what you're saying right there because this is the make or break piece of this. Okay, so I don't know if we've emphasized this enough. It's the automaticity, right? To making this automatic, there's no consideration. You make the decision one time. You make the decision one time. My peace of mind is worth it. I want my peace of mind so i'm not freaked out about money and i'm going to be focusing on growing my practice so i have more money than i know what to do with that's what i've I've made up my mind that this makes sense that i'm going to do this i'm going to set up the technology so that my decision making is not involved i decide one time and then it happens automatically every week every month every quarter every year this money is being pulled out and you never even feel it you never even notice it don't put yourself through the torture of having to make a decision every week to make that and move those monies over make it automatic all right Cairo matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job if you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant Cairo matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor cmm can help Chiro Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. Justin, let's go on to the second one.
0: The second one is powerful. You mentioned it when you're out of school, when you're starting your practice, you're probably going to have student loans, and they're probably going to be really massive as they just keep getting bigger and bigger. Most of the chiropractors that we're working with right out of school have 250 to 300, but we've had some at 400, 500. And that amount of debt can put a ton of stress and scarcity into your mind where you stop thinking abundantly, you stop focusing on your business and you start focusing on the debt. And where your focus goes is where your attention is. And you're not gonna be focused on actually building your practice. So you have to revert your focus back to your practice and the way that we can help you do that, the way that you should do it is number one, if you're fresh out of school and you don't have a lot of capital, is get into the government programs, income driven repayment, specifically the SAVE program. It will allow you flexibility over your payment to bring your payment way down so that cash flow is not bleeding towards the debt. Now, we have strategies that take it a step further because we can keep your payment low the entire time and allow you to reavert the cash flow when it's available towards wealth building so you can simultaneously get out of debt and build wealth. But if you're starting out, step one is make your payment low so that you can focus on the practice versus seeing the cash flow bleed away towards the student debt. So make your payment low and then allow the system that we would help you insert to repay the debt and keep your payment low and build wealth to reavert your attention back to your practice because that's where your focus needs to be. The debt is going to handle itself with a system that we
1: will help you implement. This is so powerful guys. Those are the tactics behind accomplishing the most important piece of this, which is your own personal state and what you're focused on. Okay. So there's, there's a mindset here that you have to have a consciousness around. You know? So am I coming from a place of abundance, an abundant mindset, or am I coming from a place of scarcity and a scarcity mindset? You know, you might be coming from a his a financial history, you might have had some great role models who you know taught you about abundance early on. You might have experienced abundance in your life, and you've had that blessing. That'll come with its own challenges for you. Okay, so on this road for sure. So don't worry, there's no free lunch here. Right. So, but that abundance mindset is 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 going to help you to build the practice that will provide that abundant life for you through greater service to others. Right. So the limiting belief and the scarcity mindset is a handicap. Okay. And it's one that you have to work to overcome. Right. So if you've grown up with a broken money blueprint, maybe it was a home life that just like everything was scarce and there was scarcity in your parents and there was scarcity in your home growing up. It's really hard to overcome that. But that is not a face tattoo. You can get on the other side of that thing. Right. So you've just got to do the work and get in there and and get into your analysis around your own self-worth and deservingness and recognizing that there's going to be a return for the great value that you are putting into your community, right? So it's just like getting your mindset right and doing the mindset work, doing the deep work, right? So the truth is, is there's brushing and there's flossing. This is flossing. This is getting in there and clearing it out and making sure that you recognize what perspective do I have here? Because ultimately it is, the confines of debt, when you have student debt like this, you're going to feel those four walls closing in on you because it's not, this thing's active, right? So debt compounds just as much as wealth does, right? So you've got to know that this is something that you've got to get on the other side of and you've got to overcome because patients, people are going to pick up on it in your office, right? So if you're operating from a place of abundance versus operating from a place of scarcity, abundance is incredibly attractive. People can't put their finger on it, but they sense it and they're really attractive to that abundant living because most likely they're coming from a place of scarcity. But if you're operating and trying to lead a team and lead a a tribe, lead a community, if you're trying to give recommendations for care and go over financial plans and you've got debt breath, people are going to pick up on that, right? So it's just like, you've got to get this right, right? So just set yourself up for success here, have mechanisms in place as Justin's describing to help drive that debt down and work towards creating the muscles of abundance, right? And one of the first things you can do is getting yourself out of that debt.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the one thing I want to mention, because to, you're dead on, is all we're trying to do with these financial strategies is just reinforce the truth that you're worth it, that you're abundant, that you're the creator, that you're the power behind it. So we're driving these financial strategies to reinforce that truth because no financial strategy is more valuable than you. And so everything is just to reinforce it. So allow
1: these to reinforce the truth of your abundance and your ability to create. That's so good, man. So it was an inflection point for me in my belief system I, because I used to think about creating wealth. And now what I recognize was, and that made it like, all right, so I got to go. I got to go find it. I got to go get it. Right. So I got to, I got to go get money. I got to go, got to go make money. Whereas it's like, actually, what you have to do is you've got to capture wealth because you you have this business that's delivering value and you're collecting and capturing value, but you've got to capture the wealth also. So this, this money is moving, is going to be moving through you. Right. It's going to be moving through your business. There's this money movement. So it's, Yes, you want to increase the cash flow. I mean, yes, you want to increase revenues and yes, you want to, but you want to capture this money as it's coming through your life and having these mechanisms in place. What you're doing is you're capturing the money as it's going past you and going through you, right? So, Joseph, I think it's an incredibly important mindset. All right, what's the third one?
0: The third one is you have practice debt. Like when you go get your practice, you're going to have to do build outs. Maybe you're buying a building, you're buying the practice itself. There's going to be debt on top of that on top of the student loans that you're doing and you mentioned that when you started your practice there was another 250,000 on top of it. Now, oftentimes again that that mindset is is i got to focus on the debt. And we you you are you beautifully articulated like why you can't focus on that. And this approach them is saying now is you can attack the practice debt with tax strategy. Now, tax strategy should never be seen as a year-by-year thing or a reactionary or this strategy over this strategy. Tax strategies should be seen at holistic through the entire career. And so oftentimes the mistake people make is they go find the cheapest accountant from day one because that's who they can afford. But that cheapest accountant, all they are is a filer of your taxes. You hand them the data and they'll file your taxes for you. When in reality, you can build a tax strategy from day one that will encompass not only keeping money, because in day one, you're day, year one, year two, maybe year three, you're probably not gonna be paying a lot in taxes. Like all the money is just gonna be expenses, it's building, a lot of it's being reinvested. So you might be saying, well, I don't need a, a big tax strategist today. But if you started with a tax strategy from day one, when you get to year five, you're not overpaying taxes at all. You've always kept every dollar you were supposed to keep legally. And we can encompass a strategy that will get rid of the practice debt simultaneously in that process, because tax strategy is a part of this journey. And so you have to get a tax team from day one. Even if it feels like the BNI person or this local person down the road, or my sister's husband is files taxes on the side. Like all of that sounds cheap. If you're going as big as you're going to go and the worth you're going to get, you have to start with tax strategy from day one. And we can incorporate debt repayment of the practice into that tax strategy so that again, reinforcing our mind, this is covered. I can focus on my practice.
1: There's so much wisdom here. I love the expression. If you think hiring an expert is expensive, try hiring an amateur, right? So this is one that is just gonna bite you if you don't get this right. And it's really counterintuitive and it's a very easy one to procrastinate on, right? So to recognize like, you probably have some anxiety if you are new in business. Frankly, if you own a business, you probably have some anxiety around this money piece, right? specifically if we're talking about debt, right? So so we're talking about debts in your business. It's like, okay, so I have debt. So I have some anxiety around that. Whenever you have that kind of anxiety, that's your GPS system, your God's positioning system in your gut right now is saying, hey, what's your plan, right? So whenever you feel that anxiety, what I want you to ask yourself is, who's the expert I'm listening to and what is the plan I'm following? Watch what happens to anxiety. When you trust that you are in the hands of an expert, who's been down this road out in front of you, right? So it's like the best way to avoid problems and stepping in it down the road is to talk to somebody who's on their way back, right? So you need a tour guide here, not a travel agent, right? So you need somebody who's been down this road many, many times, right? It's like, okay, watch out for the potholes there. Don't step on that. Don't turn right there, turn left. Let's go straight here, right? So you need somebody who's going to have your arc of your career in their view and they're putting together a plan for you to follow. Because feel it right now, just in your instinct right now in your gut. If you had a trusted expert and they gave you a plan to follow and you're following your plan, what does it do to that anxiety? When you know it's like, hey, this is the brutal facts. This is the debt I have right now. But four years from now, this debt's going to be paid down and this is how I'm doing it, right? So that's the best way to combat that kind of anxiety in my experience, Justin. All right, how about number four, buddy?
0: Absolutely. And just one thing more on number three, and then we'll jump. I I just want to just let people know, we have just started an accounting firm. So we have an accountant in house that we can offer you that can guide you on this journey. So that can be this holistic approach, not just the reactionary thing where I'm hiring this person once I'm getting $50,000 tax bill. It started from day one and we're already on the journey. So we can offer that to you if you wish. Number four though is be aware of unnecessary fees in your practice. There's going to be things, there's going to be people selling you stuff. It could be softwares, it could be uh, merchant processing things. It could be a whole plethora of subscriptions that might not be necessary to what you're doing. And there's going to be fees built into those that are going to pull money out of your practice before you even had the chance to earn it or right as it came in, it immediately pulled to that. Just be really cognizant that 3% fees, 5% fees, 10% fees, though they may seem small, Over the length of your practice, they add up and become exponential. And it could have been massive margins. It could have been expansion. It could have been hiring another team member. But because it never actually made it to you and went to a fee or to another company that you weren't actually needing or utilizing fully or was overpriced, you miss out on the potential to have those dollars stay with you.
1: Yeah. And every dollar saved goes straight to the bottom line, right? So it goes straight to profit. That's what people forget. It's like a dollar saved is a dollar earned. No, a dollar saved is a dollar profit. So that's, that's the thing that you want to hold on to. So our strategy with this, before I had a COO, <laughs> like, my COO is accountable to the P&L. So guess what? They're all over this, right? So that's like going to find free money. It's like, yeah, we don't need that service anymore and cut that, stop spending stupid money on that, right? So before that, I had somebody on my team who was a super high detailed person who loved money, right? And I'd be like, okay, go comb through that every year or every quarter, even better, find the money that we're wasting. You bring that to me and I'm going to give you 25% of whatever you find. So it was just like a built-in bonus of like, yeah, you're spending 1600 bucks. You shouldn't. I'm like, thank you very much. She's like, I've already canceled all those. Here's your $400 bonus. It's the best money you'll spend. right? So uh, have that right person on your team that can scrutinize those numbers. Have your reporting system in place. Don't pay stupid money. right? Avoid the dumb tax. All right. How about number five? Let's talk about investing in your business.
0: Yeah. Investing in your business is a big deal. Oftentimes there's going to be a temptation to start investing really early in other people's businesses. That could be a stock market. It could be someone else's real estate business. It could be any plethora of things. There's always going to be something pitched to doctors because people see you as having money and you're going to be invested in their company versus your own. When in reality, there's a place for that, but you have to be really cognizant specifically early on that you are allowing your peace of mind fund to be where you pay yourself. And if there's excess there, then you can invest in other people's company or you're considering do I invest back into my company. But you're oftentimes, the first decision is, I need to invest back in myself and into my company first because that is in the beginning, the driver behind all the wealth that I'm going to build long-term. And I'm going to have plenty of money to invest in other people's company over time. But today I got to invest in my own self and in my own company.
1: Yeah, it's... um. It's a bit of this is, this is a bit of a tightrope conversation, right? So, again, the reality is is there's going to be there's going to be seasons in your career, right? Launch, build, scale, and exit, and each one of those seasons is going to come with its own financial dynamic, right? So, and the reality is is you know for you know for me personally, I've always had multiple businesses, but I've always Owned businesses, start a business and own businesses. And I always invest in my businesses. And what I find is when I when I invest in my businesses, my return is fantastic. Right. So whereas as soon as I drift outside of my businesses and I, let's say I drift outside of my understanding, uh it, like I might not understand an investment, I might not understand an industry. I I know that because I don't own the business, I can't control it. I might not even be able to influence it, right? So this whole limiting belief that I'm just gonna give somebody else my money, which is what investing means. I'm going to give you my money thinking that you're going to do a better job running your business than I'm going to do running my business, right? So at the end of the day, if you are a business owner, you can't listen to all of the advice everybody else throws around. Oh, be well diversified, right? So it's like, wait a minute, think about what Charlie Munger said about being well diversified, right? So he said, that's just an excuse to be lazy and not study and learn and be certain about what you're investing in, right? So it's like, that's a, you're, setting yourself for mediocre returns if you're well diversified across everything, right? So that's an excuse for being lazy versus saying, listen, I'm going to scrutinize my investments. I'm going to invest where I have great knowledge and understanding of an industry. I understand the business. I believe in the business. I'm passionate about the business. How about I own the business? I can control the business and influence the business more than if I was just handing my monies to other people, right? So, you know, Justin, do I have money in the market? Yes. Do I have money in real estate? Yes. Do I have money in whole life insurance? Yes. Do I have money in other businesses? Yes. Right. But I own five businesses and i spend most of my investment is investing in my own business. Right. So I just cannot say this enough. Like you're blessed if you're listening to this right now and you own your own business. Sit with your accountant, sit with your book, book bookkeeper. I sit with my CFO and I want him to tell me what's the ROI in the money that we're spending in a business. Like literally. So we talk about, oh, I got 7%, 8%, 12% in this Market, right? So, or I got 15%, 20% in, a, in an awesome home run deal that you got in real estate, you know, what have you. Those things also came with a lot of risk. And it depends on what quarter we're talking to you or what year we're talking to you. Look at the ROI, look at the return on investment that you get when you own your own business and you invest smartly in your own business. Watch what happens with that ROI. Compare apples to apples and the return that you get on your money, okay, when you're investing in your own business versus investing outside of your business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is I I really like the the order of operations matters in math and the order of operations matters when you're starting a practice. If you try and jump immediately to other people's businesses, your business is going to suffer and it's probably not going to be as big as it could have been and you're trusting other people's money more than yourself. You have to again, the reinforcement we talk about this entire time is that you are worth it. You are a Like you're not a middle-class person. You're a a successful business owner full of impact. You're not normal. And you have to do things differently than what everyone else does. And this is another reinforcement that you're doing something differently because you're choosing to invest in your business because other people wouldn't do that because it's harder. It's more risk. It's not more risky. It's more trust in yourself. And you're giving yourself that permission. And all of these five steps have reinforced that truth the entire time. And it just comes back over and over again. Keep... Allowing your financial life to reinforce that truth over and over and over
1: again. That's exactly right. Like you've done the hard part. Business owners, listen to us when we're saying this. You've done the hard part. Okay. You are doing the hard part that most people will not do. The hard easy, right? So you are taking the risk, right? So you are you are carrying the load. You are enduring the brain damage that comes with owning your own business, right? But on the other side of that is not just the promise of a better income but the strategies that come with owning a business and so you're already in business you've already taken the the risk make sure that you're harvesting all the benefits of leveraging all these strategies and tactics that Justin has outlined here so Justin appreciate this going over the loans repayment strategy cash flow systems talking about how to strategically deal with your practice debt Going, looking, scrutinizing your business for just the fees that will drain. like a It's like a chronic internal bleeding that will drain the profit margin out of your business, scrutinizing those things, and then investing in your business and that belief system and investing yourself. You deserve it. You're worthy of success, right? And you're being a good steward and knowing that money follows value, right? So uh, Justin Maxwell, appreciate you, brother. How do people get in touch with you? How can they learn more about what you're doing? What's the best way to reach you?
0: Yeah. The easiest way is to go to www.biglifefinancial.com TRP. And you'll go to my calendar. We'll have a free con- conversation. It'll just review like, where are you needing help? How can we set these systems up in your life? What's the impact you're looking to get? And how can we help you make that impact at a much, much bigger level so that you can focus on living the biggest life that you possibly can.
1: Love it. Justin Maxwell, Big Life Financial. Building wealth isn't hard, it's organized. Appreciate you, man, helping our people help more people by helping them stay focused on their mission and their vision and their purpose. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah. Thank you. Doc, hundreds of our coaching clients have grown their businesses following our Remarkable CEO program. Well, now it's your turn. We are kicking off a new cohort of Remarkable CEOs this month. Enrollment's limited, so don't delay. If you're ready to turn your job into a business, make a bigger impact and a bigger income, the Remarkable CEO program is what you've been looking for. Go to theremarkablepractice.com forward slash R-E-M CEO to apply today. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO podcast. Remember,